You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. It is time to line them up here on this Wednesday. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here with you as we look forward to week four in the NFL and BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sports. We're coming up in about 20 minutes. David Behrman of ESPN Chalk will join us, talk some football here. But let's talk about some of these games this weekend. There's some really good ones, including an undefeated team that we think will win and cover this weekend. And we did ask our audience, the people, the listeners, at BetQL Daily on Twitter, what are they saying this morning, Aaron? Well, we asked which undefeated team do you think will win and cover this weekend, and 69% say Panthers to win and cover. Um, So I looked on BetQL.com. Uh, according to the model, the Panthers plus five is a five-star play. So the model has the final as 25-23 Cowboys win. So the Panthers-Cowboys total is 50 and a half. So I just took a look at that as well. The under is a four-star play. So that's what BetQL has for this week. Interesting. Okay. I do do like the Panthers to cover this, but I don't feel great they're going to win the game. Uh, I don't think it's an easy spot for, for Carolina. Look at you. Just putting Paul Aspen in a rough spot here. You think Carolina is going to win, going to cover ATS, but they're not going to win the game. Uh, is this how you would have voted? You would have voted for Carolina between the two options? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think, Denver, I think Denver could lose this weekend to uh, to Baltimore. That, that is a... That's a tough spot for 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 Baltimore for the uh, for the Broncos. Excuse me. Again, Baltimore's good, right? And and they just they they pulled a rabbit out of their hat on Sunday. They got the win over the Chiefs. That's a toss up game. I feel like goes right down to the end. Carolina. I know they have the extra rest here coming off Thursday night, but they lost Christian McCaffrey. They lost J.C. Horn. And I think the J.C. Horn injury is actually even a bigger deal the next couple of weeks. Their defense has been so good. And think about the matchup this week. It's Ceedee Lamb. It's Amari Cooper. It's Dak Prescott, who's playing as well as any quarterback in the NFL right now. That's a tough spot not to have one of your best defensive players out there. Yeah, so you've got the matchup, Dak on one side with CeeDee Lamb. I know Cooper's not 100%, but he's probably going to be out there. And then right. the, the the mix of Zeke and Pollard going up against, while they've been off to a nice start, Darnold, Chuba Hubbard, DJ Moore, and they haven't involved Robbie Anderson in, in, the, uh, in the offense at all. So... It's the interesting part is we know nowadays when you have a good offense going against a good defense, you go with the good offense. But this is Panthers' number one defense across the board yards per play, DVOA, total DVOA, which includes offense and defense. The Panthers have been the best team, even though they haven't had the toughest schedule. 
And Sam Darnold's off to a nice start. If it wasn't for Dak, Sam Darnold would be the favorite for comeback player of the year. He's sixth in the NFL in QBR. So, I, I mean, Moore's got a positive, positive matchup on the outside going against the Cowboys corners. The other thing here is, can Darnold protect the football? If they're not going to turn it over against Dallas, and, and see, that's really helped the Cowboys so far. Uh, they're number one in takeaways in the league. If they stay near the top, they're going to be just fine. They're going to run away with the NFC East, and they'll be dangerous in the postseason. But if Darnold can protect the football, even without McCaffrey, I really like Carolina here. At FanDuel, it's four and a half. Uh, it is trending towards that five. I know some places have five right now. So it wouldn't shock me if that goes up. And maybe it'll continue to tick up when uh, imprinted in people's minds is what, what that Cowboys offense did on Monday night. Uh, this is a good spot, I think, to fade Dallas coming off that 40-plus point performance on national TV. Short week for them. Going against Carolina with a long week of rest. Yeah, short week, long rest. is It's it's as big as you could have it right now in the NFL. It's Thursday to the following Sunday. It's Monday night, divisional game to the following Sunday. That, that, I know it's early. We talked about the Raiders having all the overtime games. It's early to kind of worry about rest and, and you know, lack of preparation and all that, but that's a pretty big gap there. But I just, man, that, I think the J.C. Horn injury is a big deal. I know he's a rookie, it is. but, he, you know, he's he's out there, right? He's one of their best players on defense, one of their, their best secondary guys on defense. He's out for this game. Different matchup. Maybe it's not that big of a deal, but they got to cover these Cowboys wide receivers. And I'm just... I'm so impressed. I know that the story became Monday Night the Eagles stunk, and that was a story. Dak Prescott, is there anyone playing that much better than him? Accurate? I mean, whenever he throws a pass, I'm almost I'm almost surprised when it's inaccurate right now or it's a missed pass. He's been unbelievable. It's a great matchup. It's a great Cowboys offense against the um, the defense there for the Carolina Panthers. All right, let's jump to Ravens-Broncos Sunday afternoon. This will be a fun one. And certainly, we could see this game again. I mean, this could be a playoff you know, matchup we see down the line. Broncos, look, we know they haven't played great competition. It's been the Giants. It's been the Jaguars. It's been the Jets. Is this the week we find out how good the, the Broncos really are? It feels like it because they face a legitimate team error this week in the Ravens. Like, this is, a, this is the first real test for the Broncos. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I agree. Um, they really haven't played any great competition. Um, so Lamar Jackson, he's been the hero for this Ravens team, you know, flipping it into the end zone to beat the chiefs and converting a fourth and 19 to set up that Tucker field goal. Um, Jackson, the past two games, 526 yards passing 165 yards, rushing four total touchdowns. Um, he's going to face a tough defense in Denver though. Um, second-ranked defense in the NFL. So this will be another really interesting game. I don't have a good feel on it yet, um, on the spread uh, or the total, which way I'm going to go. Um, I think it'll be a close one. So when you look at uh, the look-ahead line compared to where we sit right now, and I know we're going through some dead numbers, really doesn't matter, but the favorite flipped. On the look-ahead, Baltimore was favored by one and a half, and now Denver sitting 3-0, and another win, Baltimore just got by thanks to Justin Tucker and some help from the referees 
and now Denver is favored by one. When you look at the the four units, offense and defense for both teams, it is kind of startling. And I, we're talking about a three-game sample size, okay? But it is startling that the worst one on the field, based on what we've seen in the first three games, is the Ravens' defense. The Ravens' defense is 27th in the NFL in yards per play at 6.2. They still have the explosive offense with Lamar, of course. Um, you knew the Broncos would have a strong defense. They're going to be top five. That's how they're going to end the season, and that's where they already are. But the big question for them was the play of the quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater has done better than stabilize the position. That's what yeah. we were looking for. Can you be give average quarterback play? Um, he's taken that up a notch. He's taken that up to top 10 quarterback play when you look at some of the numbers. He's third in QBR. He's six in EPA. Like It's been ridiculous. Now, point taken – about the opposition but clearly the market is backing the broncos at home where they have a lot of success in september but um the line makes a lot of sense i mean this is truly a coin flip but again it is startling that you look at the ravens defense and their struggles we're not used to that no to me this is one and you mentioned teddy and how well he's played by great but but here's the interesting part about teddy so far he's only attempted 95 passes it's always had to right they're winning he doesn't have to throw the ball in the fourth quarter. When I look at this one, look at Dead Versailles possession this year. Dead Versailles possession right now is 36 minutes a game. 36 minutes a game this season. So, like, they've held the ball. Teddy's handed it off. He's thrown it when he's had to. What kind of stuff? Are we looking at a shootout here? Are we looking at a really low-scoring game? Because the one thing about the Ravens mm-hmm. is Lamar, you, you don't want Lamar throwing 50 times a game, but when there's chaos, he can make plays. He did it against the Chiefs. He did it against the Lions. Can Teddy make plays late if there's chaos in this game, if, it, if it's high scoring? Or, or does Denver have to win a certain way? Because so far, they've only won one way. They've, they've only had to win one way. And the injuries keep piling up for the receivers. Now, KJ Hamler, right. he's, the, he's the latest. He's out for the season. Yep. So maybe, yeah. Are we going to walk away from this game and say, okay, we know which one's a real contender? Because Denver, it's their first tough opponent if they're 4-0. We're going to walk away and say, okay, the Broncos are real. They, they could actually win that division. Or the Ravens, oh, don't don't worry too much about that close game last week. Don't worry too much about their loss uh, to the Raiders. Like, they're still the Baltimore Ravens. They're sitting at 3-1. and one. They're going to be just fine, and they're going to figure things out on the defensive side of the ball. We might. Yeah, it'll um, be interesting because if they lose to the Broncos, that's going to say a lot as well. Yeah. And the schedule changes here pretty quickly for the for the uh, Broncos. So it's Baltimore this week. They go to Pittsburgh next week, which they should win that game. Uh, then it's Vegas, Cleveland. Uh, so, so like we're going to start to find out a little bit here next few weeks. They might be six Broncos. and zero, oh, five and zero, oh, six and zero. Oh. Well, if they get through Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Vegas, Vegas game is at home. They're at Cleveland on a Thursday night. That will be a big game. Oh, that's a great game. That'll yeah. be a fun one. Thursday, October 21st. All right. So that's a fun one. Ravens, Broncos, almost a pick them. Uh, one point number there. Giants at the Saints. One of the biggest lines of the week. Uh, I know, obviously, the Bills, Texans one is big. But this, I mean, this one, seven and a half. Is this an overreaction a little bit? Mm-hmm. The number feels really like, – I don't. the Giants aren't good. We've established this on the show for months. They've been competitive, though, right? They're not getting their doors blown off the last two weeks. They, they, they came down to the final field goal against Washington and lost. And last week, they lose at home close to Atlanta. I feel like this number is too big. I, do you think there's an eight-point difference between these two teams? Your feelings are justified because it is too big. 
there's value in the number, but if do you, how much do you trust your numbers too? Are you going to bet on the Giants? That's the question. I'm, are, are you going to go to the window and say, give me the Giants and the Saints? They've been kind of uh, Jekyll and Hyde, tough to figure out. A strong win right. against the Patriots this past week, so maybe they figure things out. But they're at home, right? Do we know is it going to be full stands? I mean, are there? I think I so. No I think this is the first time that they're going to be playing at home in front of fans yeah. in over a year. So. But do you think it's going to be full? I guess it will be. I, I don't know how many people are still in the area. I'm no guessing idea. that's why the number's so high, right? I, I think so, there. This is probably one of the rare places where home field advantage is actually an advantage. So this and the Saints look good, and the Giants look terrible, and they're lost to the Falcons. So the look ahead was six and a half when they opened it. It went to eight and a half. Now it's settled in a little bit at seven and a half. Right. Yeah, it is high. It, it is too high, but I don't know that I can say that I'm going to bet on the Giants. Here's what's no. really stood out to me. The offensive numbers for New Orleans are not impressive at all. They are not explosive on offense. Jameis, if you look at PFF, they don't even view him as a top 30 quarterback. Top 30 uh, based on what we've seen so far. Defense is how they're winning games. So we have a great defense against a poor offense. I don't know that that's going to signal good things for the G-men. Probably not. Here's what I'll say, though, about the Saints and why I do like the Giants' side of this with the number. How have the Saints won their two games? They picked off Aaron Rodgers a bunch, right? They turned the ball over in Green Bay, and they did it to Mac Jones. Daniel Jones Jones kind of fits into that in his career, but so far this season, I don't believe Daniel Jones has an an interception yet. So, like, if Daniel Jones could play mistake-free, I think this is a close game. Now, the Saints might just win because Joe Judge is a bad coach, and and Sean Payton's a good one, and and at the end of the game, I'll I'll bank on the good coach, but and didn't you say Daniel Jones is one of the only QBs with no interceptions? Yeah. So, so far, he's oh. protected the ball. But I don't know. A, For a, me, the Saints are one of the favorites this week that I might put in a money line parlay and just stay okay. away from the spread. You don't want right. to lay more than a, more than seven. Why? You I could don't, use but I don't teaser. think the Giants will win. <clears throat> yeah, a teaser or a, a money line parlay is kind of what I'm looking at with the Saints this week. Makes sense. That makes sense. All right, let's do this one. I... I'm glad the, uh, we, this show held off on, on significant Kirk Cousins talk till I got back. Browns, <laughs> Vikings this week. The Vikings, the home dog. They beat the Seahawks last week. Can we just give Kirk Cousins about 10 seconds of props here? That guy's playing lights out right now. This is one of the better stretches of his career. He was incredible on Sunday. Like, he outplayed Russell Wilson. He was great on Sunday against Seattle, and now he gets the Browns coming in. Can we give uh, Kirk Cousins some props around here? I wish you were here to witness the side eye that I received when I made the statement that Kirk Cousins through three weeks is playing like a top five quarterback in the NFL. He is. You're right. (laughs) Paul Aspen was not pleased with me, gave me this look. I'm like, no, I'm not saying he's elite, but what we've seen in three weeks, even though their record is one and two, with the point differential, by the way, of plus nine, they could be three and zero. How far away are they from being the three and zero team right now? Cousins is number one in the NFL in EPA, number two in QBR. Pro Football Focus has him as the third best quarterback that we've seen so far. You can't take anything away from them. They're explosive on offense with all of those weapons. The offensive line is is much better. The problem is they have no defense. Their issues are not on Cousins. It's on the head coach and on the defense this season. 
I just wonder how long till we have to remove Kirk Cousins from the average Joe's conversation because he's he's above that. I think pretty soon. Yeah, it's too good. It's the Kirk's bang, too good. It's the Bengals. That's when we've Cardinals gone too far. Defense and a bad Seahawks defense. Here yeah, boo, boo. I, I will. I will be impressed if we'll see what he does against the Browns this weekend. I'm not taking anything away from what he's done, but I'm not fully Dude, believing. Just where yet. the Browns at? Where the Browns? You're not a believer. You're not a Cousins believer just yet. Not just yet. Um, I mean, they hung with Mahomes, right? I mean, they kind of got they got tired a little bit late. They beat up a bad Bears offensive line this past week. I don't know the Vikings offensive line. It's it's more. It's I think it's better than it was supposed to be. Um, interested to see how they do against you know Miles Garrett and company. They did all right against you know Chandler Jones and JJ Watt. So be interested. Their defense number five yards per play this season for Cleveland. So. Maybe it is a big turnaround for them. I like the additions they made in the offseason, and they're looking a lot better early. Yeah, it's a good test for Cousins. That's a good game this week. Vike is getting points at home against Cleveland. On the other side, David Behrman, ESPN Chalk, is going to join us. All things NFL coming up. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.